0: now broadcasting on starworldwidenetworks.com it's time for dr rademaker's prescription for transformation let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire join dr rademaker for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence our body intelligence and our energy intelligence and now here's your host dr art rademaker this is Dr. Bart Rannamaker for Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, and Real Success. Also part of the Doctor's Guide in Health Optimization 2022. In fact, it really should be your health optimization journey, regardless of whatever year it is. But we're coming towards the end of this year, and I've shared a lot of information throughout this year that I hope is actually helping you transform your life in the direction of optimizing your health with all the different insights and strategies and information that you need to have in order for you to make smart choices, because ultimately it is about making those smart choices. And so early on in the year, we talked about, you know, our mental aspect, our mental attitude. I mean, the programming that we're using and, and, and giving you some language to navigate through that process and, and having an awareness of you know, what are your beliefs or what are your values or what are your needs. And these are the things that will determine our behavior. And so I guess it would be kind of helpful, right, if we understood more about ourselves and how we actually do make the choices in order for us to then make some changes. And then we went into other aspects of our body physiology, and then looking into the micronutrients, and then uh, looking at to at, at certain um, you know uh, lifestyle choices that we make. I mean, you know, how, how much movement do we have, or you know, how are we sleeping, and and other kinds of opportunities or strategies out there to optimize. But today is going to be a little different in the context of. I want you to begin to think about your health in a different way, since our current approach isn't really working. And I think we all know that. And it's super easy to blame, you know, the the system and this and that, but ultimately, it's really on us to figure this out. You know, so since the 1950s, you know, the rate of chronic disease, cancer, neurodegenerative diseases has been skyrocketing. You know, 50% of the population today has a chronic illness. And it really doesn't make any sense why that's happening. Well, it does make sense when you start doing the research and figure out why. But it should cause you pause to wonder, why is this happening right now? and, And what's that impact that it's gonna have on me? Whatever age you are, whether you're perfectly healthy in your opinion right now, or potentially you're feeling some of those, you know, age-related, you know, things that are happening, or potentially actually have a serious condition or leading to a serious condition that you need to, to address. And so a lot of the times it's about getting the right information, getting the right perspective on this. Because think of this, uh, be aware of this, 20% of our GDP is spent on healthcare. That's one-fifth Of our GDP that's insane and 90% of that is actually spent on chronic illness and mental health and most of that if not all of that is pretty much preventable so again that doesn't make sense and that should not be happening to us here's another interesting statistic right is that if you're lucky enough to live and retire at the age of 85 and you're a couple the study confirms that it's going to cost you upwards of $400,000 in health care costs for the remainder of your lives. That's insane. That's a lot of money. And it's not like we're re- really prolonging life. We're actually prolonging death. So we have to kind of reconfigure what is it that we're really doing and if this is making any sense. You know, the other part of the health concept we need to address is actually needs to be responsible? You know, if the U.S. spends twice as much money as any other country on healthcare, but comes last compared to eleven other Western countries in the efficiency of the healthcare delivery and the quality of health, we can't rely on the system to give us what we really need. So more and more people are looking for answers outside of the healthcare system but with a fundamental flaw, still not assuming the personal responsibility in making those right choices. And that might kind of seem a little harsh, but it's what I see and what I hear most of the time. So part of the problem is that we assume our health solution lies in the hands of someone else and that they're going to fix it for us. Because for whatever reason, you know, we're not figuring that out ourselves. But nothing is actually further from the truth. Because we need to do the work to actually determine what we need. And of course, therein lies the other problem. And it's a major problem. You know, what information do you need and how much of it can you actually trust? You know, I recently started using a term called believable. I actually borrowed this from Dave Asprey when I went to one of his, um, you know, conferences. And, you know, what's believable when considering the quality of the information that I'm reviewing? See, what are my believable sources? Simply because... We ourselves cannot fully investigate all the relevant material to be able to make the best decision for ourselves. That includes myself, even as I spend every single day researching and, and being a medical scientist, if you will, since I was actually a little kid. I was really into that stuff, you know, in my early teens. But here's the other thing that I like to say. There no longer is any excuse to be sick. (laughs) That might seem pretty harsh too, but the truth is you've got a choice. Either learn how to optimize your health and minimize any chances of developing a medical condition until you're super old. Or if you're already sick, figure out why you got sick in the first place and what you can do about it. These are your only two choices. See, you can't rely on the system and the standard training any practitioner has to help you get all the answers that you actually need. You see, part of the problem is that the delivery of the health solutions is so fragmented and disconnected. And I realized this when I was graduating from medical school many, many years ago, and I would jokingly say, so if all it took was to stand on my head to cure my medical problem, well, then let's do it. And so what do I mean by that? See, there are two camps of thinking. Let's, let's do the allopathic route, you know, with all the science behind it, of course. The standard training doctors get these days, including DOs, of course. And then everything else outside of it, often called complementary or alternative medicine or Chinese medicine. And I have a problem with those terms, as well as many other terms like functional in medicine or integrated medicine, because I think they're all too confusing and also seemingly exclusive. An all-inclusive term is what I would like to call natural medicine or precision medicine or health optimization. These terms are clear to anyone by the very terms that you're using. You understand exactly what that is as a lay person and as a practitioner as well. So why natural medicine? Well, simply this, you've got the blueprint for perfectly functioning mind and body coded in your DNA as the result of millions of years of evolution in harmony with nature. We kind of screwed things up about 15,000 years ago in our need for convenience when we developed farming and, and domestication of animals. Now, why is that, right? It seems kind of weird because, no, this seems so natural, right, over the last 15,000 years, and now we're making all these things much more convenient and efficient. Well, what actually happens is this, this really began to change our lifestyle in such a way that evolution wasn't ready for. See, it takes a minimum of 20,000 years before any significant DNA shifts are maintained. In other words, our bodies had not developed based on these new lifestyle paradigms that we are now experiencing. The foods that are unbalanced, nutritionally depleted, foreign, and quite frankly, toxic in so many times, yeah, our body's just simply not used to that. And then add to that the changes that occurred exponentially in the last 200 years with our Industrial Revolution. And just for those that are curious, you know, the steam engine was invented in 1781 and is the hallmark of the Industrial Revolution. 50 years later, in 1830, the invention of electricity by Faraday. Then another 50 years after that, the invention of the combustion engine. And another 55 years after that, the computer but since then, the growth has been exponential, you know, in this new digital age that we live in today. And this is relevant because what we're experiencing now is a toxic soup of, of things that are happening to us all the time. This impact on our lives with all the environmental toxicity and electropollution is causing havoc with all the systems in our body and our bodies just don't seem to respond well to all this convenience, right? You know, while necessity is a driving force of creativity, do we really need all this technology? And the answer is probably a resounding yes, since it makes our lives so much more interesting and fun, but at what cost? So here again, you've got two choices. You can actually live off the grid and away from all the pollution or figure out what you need to do to mitigate all these negative effects of all this technology before it's too late. But herein lies the problem. Most people are simply not aware of the insidiousness of the impact of all these toxins that we're exposed to and all the electropollution we have around us. Think of your electric lamp, the electric kettle, the microwave. Some people are aware of that one. What about your 5G? Truth is, we are like guinea pigs in this huge commercial experiment, filling the pockets of all the major tech companies, satisfying our newfound needs in life. Kind <laughs> of like a smartphone, and I have two of them. Again, convenience kills. And so do high heels and thick-soled shoes. Yeah, right. Think about that one for a moment. You know, both of which have major negative impact on your health. And that's true, and science is proving it. You know, while we have this intense need to be loved and to belong, we begin to identify with all the modern frills because great marketing companies have convinced us that that's the way to go. I, myself, am a victim of that. You know, growing up as the youngest of three boys, you know, finding myself excluded from all the teenager stuff my brothers got to do when I was a mere 11 years old, I totally associated with perhaps the most successful marketing company in the world, and that's Coca-Cola. <laughs> and and their, their, their theme was, it's the real thing commercial with a bunch of cool teen- teenagers drinking a Coke at the side of the road on the top of a mountain next to a Volkswagen Bug. That was super cool. I was living in Mexico at the time. And I totally associated with that. And it stuck with me for years, in spite of how shitty I felt drinking Coca-Cola afterwards. That's successful marketing. It took me till I was about 52 years old before I actually kicked the habit. And still on occasions, I take a sip and regret it right afterwards. And this, in spite of all the health knowledge I had long before then. But no, Coca-Cola was cool, and so was I. So here lies that message. We've got the information now. There is no excuse. We just need to sort out what is believable and decide what is relevant for our lives. So find the believable sources. Find out what is relevant and do that homework. And it's not a terribly difficult thing to do. You don't have to read all the science papers. Just find those believable voices out there. And then make the necessary changes before it's too late. And even if you're ready-stricken with a medical condition, more than likely it can be reversed naturally. And that's been proven over and over again. (laughs) <laughs> but it takes work. You know, there's no quick fix with a pill. It's hard work with lifestyle changes, belief changes, value changes, and environmental changes. And that sometimes is a little tricky. You know, that number I gave you about healthcare costs after 85. Think about this. You could knock off $300,000 by simply making smarter choices. So that you don't get stricken with all these bad medical conditions requiring all these drugs. And then depending on your economic status, you won't have to choose between meds or food. And that's a big problem these days for the elderly. It's really sad. So hopefully you're now getting the message that we actually do live in a toxic world. And we must do something about it. Um, Well, wait. Here's the thing. Did you know that on average we're exposed to 200,000 toxins every single day? And take lettuce, for example. Remained lettuce, you know, commercially grown lettuce, has about 50 different chemicals on it, three of which are considered carcinogenic. So think organic whenever you can. Glyphosate, you know, that's from Roundup, is so pervasive in our food and water, most everyone Has low levels of that, if not higher levels, that are quite toxic. And when they're too high in our system, it can cause mitochondrial dysfunction, which is a major contributor to inflammation and chronic disease. And to be specific, glyphosate. And some will argue with this, of course. I mean, that's always the case, right? But glyphosate has been linked to a number of physiological physiological changes in the body, including Damage to the gut microbiome, leading to a decreased bioavailability of essential nutrients. Impaired digestion, absorption, and elimination of toxins and hormones. It affects the the endocrine system by disrupting it, leading to altered hormone levels. Interferes with the body's ability to detoxify and excrete toxins. Impaired liver function, impaired kidney function, impaired immune function. Increased risk of cancer. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not want to have glyphosate in your body. So then again, are you actually aware if it's elevated in you? And are you actually aware that it's a potential problem? And are you actually aware of where it's coming from? And then, are you aware of what you can do about it? And I was there too. And fortunately, I was doing my research and hanging out with people uh, that were told health geeks, who, <laughs> interesting enough, mostly were in a group characterized by a pain-to-purpose experience. And what I mean by that, they were having to deal with significant health challenges and not finding the solutions with the, the allopathic uh, medicine. And so they decided to do their <clears throat> own intensive research themselves. And many of them actually came up with their own new solutions and companies to help you. So that's exciting. You know, and for me, it's kind of comical in the sense is that many of the non-allopathic practitioners are leading the way to help you optimize your health, whether they're naturopaths or nutritionists or just simply entrepreneurs. And there's a whole ton of one of them. Some of them I've already discussed, you know, on this platform. One of my favorites is the DNA company and their story. Or think about David Asprey, who invented the term biohacking. And if you hear his story, you know, pain to purpose. And then another great doctor, a uh, chiropractor, actually, Dr. Pompa. You know, what he's doing, That's that's phenomenal. And because they weren't finding the answers, and they figured out, they had to figure it out themselves. So we now do have the solutions. And most importantly, they're practical and affordable. But let's do a short review on, on, on the history of, of medicine. See, medicine, modern medicine was really established in Greece over about 2,500 years ago, together with Western thinking and philosophy and politics. And current-day allopathic medicine was really well established at the end of the 20th century, so around the end of the 1900s and with rigorous standards of education that were, quite frankly, inhuman. And today we're still experiencing many of those vestiges of that time, and I'm not gonna go into that. Maybe some other day I will. But some of those traditions are hard to eliminate. But what is harder to eliminate is the reliance on the scientific method, the Newtonian physics, and the prevalent agendas of the times. know, said in a different way, you know, we f- our focus on medicine is on a biochemical, cellular, or molecular level only, and driven by those institutions that decide what is appropriate for the time. And you may have experienced this in the last couple of years, right? And again, this is evidence in, in, with many of the great inventions in medicine that have been ridiculed and canceled until many years later they were finally accepted and one great example is in the mid-1800s uh, doctor Semmelweis, a hungarian doctor was recommending to his colleagues that they should wash their hands between the deliveries of the ba- of the babies to reduce infant mortality rates and he was ridiculed to the point that he was admitted to an insane asylum severely be- beaten, and finally actually committed suicide. And years later, this was this practice became widely accepted. And he did his own research to prove it. But the establishment canceled it. They knocked him out. So I bring this element up <clears throat> because as a doctor in the new millennium, compared to the doctors in the past, now we are expected to know everything. We're supposed to have all the answers, and quite frankly, simply, we don't. And up to about the 1960s, when doctors really you know, played a central role in people's lives, you know, most people simply accept that doctors didn't know everything. And today, with so much more information, it's actually really impossible to keep up. So when my doc colleagues are presented with something completely foreign and out of their scope, they simply respond by saying, yeah, that's not going to work. Or if they can't find the answer to your actual health challenge, they're going to tell you it's in your head or it's just part of aging and just have to deal with it. And I'm of the opinion there's always a reason and an answer to your current condition. And if I don't know it, someone else will. And I'll be fully transparent. I mean, I was of that mindset before. You know, sometimes I would be asked a question, well, does this device help? And i said, of course it doesn't. <laughs> what did I know about that device? You know, I'm different now because I'm now so much more open with all the research that I'm doing. Because the truth is, healing practices dated prior to the birth of modern medicine were actually very successful and still are today. You know, without much of the scientific evidence to prove them correct until now. Because now we're seeing with scientific evidence that many of these practices actually make sense. See, today we have so much clinical evidence of the many non-allopathic practices. There is no excuse for not accepting them as an option towards health optimization and here it is that i'm talking to my colleagues out there is to have an open mind that you know there are practices out there that will simply help and quite frankly in many clinics or in hospitals in the united states they're incorporating healing touch so it's sort of like standing on your kind of head it's it's sort of like um standing on your head kind of idea right And for me, that's just the metaphor of allowing for healing practices that I did not understand, but clearly are beneficial. So I'm sharing all this to put into context of how we and when we can do things differently without admonishing the current system or admonishing how we got here. Because that's just a waste of time. It's not constructive. And certainly it doesn't help us with finding the solutions that we actually do need. allopathic medicine is essential in any of the critical or emergency situations or where all else fails. Basically, as I like to put it, catastrophic medicine. And I would also say catastrophic healthcare and catastrophic healthcare insurance. Now, of course, the financial institutions that gain from you being sick will not like what I have to say, You know, the problem is, I think, with the consumer, too. Many believe that healthcare is an inalienable right. And of course it is. But it should not be the expense of all your bad decisions. And who pays the bill when all of this is pretty much avoidable? And to be fair, you know, we don't always know that we're making bad decisions. Still not an excuse. But let's be fair. You know, I loved going to McDonald's because I loved the taste. It was just right until it wasn't. But not everyone gets the benefit from those insights or can navigate through the messaging of all those marketing geniuses. But you can't fault them either because they out to make their business successful. And until we as a consumer change our choices, they will continue again. The fault is on us since we now have all the information we need at our fingertips. And no one's one's exempt of that. And again, I don't fault the corporations or the governments. We have free choices for both. It's about our own critical thinking, and it's time to address that. And there lies the problem, too, that we need to solve. Who is believable and what is that best guidance, and I like like many other of those that are specifically trying to help with all of that. And you know, it's been my mission for the last twenty years. And unlike some of the other incredible influences out there who are predominantly predominantly focused on their particular areas of expertise, my focus is much broad, broader than that, bringing together all types of health optimization strategies together in the most natural and precise manner. But to do this, we can't merely look at it at a cellular or molecular level, which is commonly done, as I mentioned. But nor can we exclude it either, and this seems to be the only two choices people are making these days. It's sort of like an either-or situation, and that is never optimal. But the missing piece in all of this is determining the most important element in the healing process. You know, what's causing it in the first place? <clears throat> Remove the cause, then you might actually just solve the problem. And that's where we have to start. It's the root cause. And fortunately, you know, many more are beginning to advocate this, this, this desire to um, unravel that root cause. But typically, it's only from their particular spectrum of interest or expertise. And that doesn't exactly help either. See, you can't make a delicious, plant-based, gluten-free chocolate cake when you're missing one or two of the key ingredients like oil, water, or even baking soda. And you'll notice I didn't mention eggs, butter, or milk, because according to some experts, these are bad for you. That's a discussion for another day. I think you get the point. You know, as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, that's how I started. You know, I focused on personal transformation to better oneself. And I recognized that just changing the physical part was never enough. And that was the mental part, the physiological part, the energetic aspects also needed to be addressed. And that's been my mission over the last 22 years is how do we get this information how do we get these resources accessible to everyone where everyone recognizes that they must incorporate this in their lives so in optimizing our health and for reasons i'll explain later we must focus on our structural our biochemical and the energetic aspects of the functioning of our body and our minds so simply put and very simply put, just to get you to appreciate each one at an elemental level, if you lack the structural integrity or alignment of your musculoskeletal system, so your muscles and your bones, you will likely develop chronic pain issues, stiffness, and inflammation. And this is going to affect you entirely. Every aspect of your life is going to be affected. Every organ is going to be affected if you're in chronic pain because you've got uh, a misalignment of your musculoskeletal system. Now the biochemical part, that can be easily appreciated. So this has been studied so extensively in the medical community. See, if you lack certain micronutrients, those are vitamins, or you carry specific industrial toxins like BPA, or you have a microbiome imbalance, it will affect every part of your body. And then we have the energy part. Now, while this may seem really elusive to most, most people will agree that they have concerns in receiving too much radiation with all these x-rays that they're getting, or CAT scans, or even the 5G towers that surround them. And all of these emit electromagnetic fields and our bodies are affected by them. So think of all the other electronics around you. All of this will affect you. So, in a simplified form, if we do not address the structural part or the influence of the external energies and simply focus on the biochemical part by giving someone a drug to combat... combat Uh, high blood pressure, as an example, without even figuring out what the underlying cause is, how are we optimizing our health? And that's not then to consider all the side effects that the drugs will will cause. So that you need to consume more drugs to combat combat those side effects. And we see that all often when people are treating for uh, high levels of cholesterol. See, I find it very interesting that there are many non-doctors out there who are finding the natural types of solutions to help you optimize you. The problem is, it requires you to participate in your own rescue, and I find that's the hardest nut to crack before it's too late. See, I honestly believe it's because it's a lack of believable information, actionable information, affordable steps, and then someone to guide you through that process. But that's the system that we have, and nobody's making any changes. You see, too often, people will buy into one process or another and simply give up because they don't get the results. And take working out, for example, with strength training machines at the gym. This should be pretty easy to to put into context. You know, some of those super complicated, uh, some of those machines are super complicated. And unless you really know what you're doing, you will fail and potentially hurt yourself. I actually find those machines somewhat intimidating. And then, of course, they don't have a believable source of guidance to help me navigate those scary machines. Besides, you don't want to look like a fool. (laughs) And Recently, I got one of those machines and got on backwards. Like for me, no one was looking. But my point is, you fall for some cool marketing pitch, buy the stuff, not use it correctly, and soon enough, you give up on it. And you do that enough times, you just simply give up. And like I used, to, or like I used to do, you buy a ton of supplements that I didn't need, and eventually throw them away long after the expiration date because I wasn't sure how to use them. Trust me. All the great influencers have some failing or others. So be cool with your own and keep up with the commitment to continue the journey to optimize you. Because that's the key. Commitment and consistency. Persevere. Keep on going until you get fully dialed in. There's no instant remedy. There's no instant result. Except working out. When you work out, you can feel it right away and it feels good. That's probably the only thing. The consistency again, but I digress. Structure, biochemistry, and energy are the three silos you need to address, except there really aren't disconnected silos. They're so connected that you need to find someone who can guide you to address all three of them at the same time. Again, it's the you know, uh, chocolate cake recipe, right? is that you cannot ignore some of the essential parts that are contributing to your current condition whether it's the structural part whether it's the biochemistry and whether it's the energy part and the problem here again is you know there's not enough people that understand this at the highest level to help guide you and so these are the kinds of people that you need to find that are also very open to collaborate with a particular specialist in the different fields that will together help you get the results that you want. And again, it's sort of like you know going to a restaurant and having all different types of foods that you can enjoy versus just one. And that makes a complete meal, right? And so think of your health in the context of all these different components that you want to bring in and all these different people that are going to support you with that process with one person in the middle like the chef or the doctor that's going to help guide you in all these areas because we have to also appreciate this is that these three areas the structure by and energy are all under the influence of another three areas our genetic blueprint number one the environment number two and then your own mind, your own thoughts. We always have to consider how these three influences affect our structural, our biochemical, and our energy systems. But even before we begin to determine what are the best strategies to implement, we must actually first decide what the starting point. And actually, this is really what I want to talk about, is what is that starting point? This is the key because without that baseline, without your start, you really don't know where you are. You've got to have a map, the essential numbers, the baseline numbers. Some of them will be easy and some of them will be more challenging to get, but keeping it easy for you right now and the practical baseline that we want to start off includes these following assessments. First, A complete lifestyle and nutritional questionnaire that includes personal objectives and commitments, as well as a readiness to take advantage of the many strategies available out there. And must actually include information that could potentially prevent you from moving forward, basically either lack of information or or commitment on your part. So using AI, questionnaires like these can actually help you identify potential problems as the results of possible nutritional deficiencies or other habits that compromise optimum health or lead to chronic disease. This is in particular when you're not paying attention to some of the basic needs of your body, like moving around every 20 minutes. And that's the sitting disease, if you listened to me previously, which puts you at greater risk for cardiovascular problems than smoking a pack of cigarettes every single day. This AI will help you appreciate your risks and then also outline specific measures that you can begin to take. And the easy ones, of course, is the modification in your diet, supplements, movement, as well as mindfulness, you know, which should be on everybody's agenda anyhow. Following the questionnaire, determine what your genetic blueprint is. And that is key. This has to be a cornerstone of everything that you do. You know, While many programs out there you know, are unraveling your genetic code and give you some very complex assessments of it, few actually give you easily implementable and practical as well as affordable programs to help you make the necessary changes in your life. Your genetic code seems rather frightening for many and because many wish to remain in that state of bliss <clears throat> rather than knowing their potential future. But stated bluntly, unless you understand your future risks by not addressing them, staying in that state of bliss, then you will likely develop those problems. So it doesn't make any sense, right? Foreknowledge will allow you to take all the mitigating steps in advance and likely avoid those problems altogether. That I call smart medicine. Taking the right steps that you know will make the difference rather than assuming all sorts of habits that may not support you at all. So that genetic blueprint is that information, and then the next one I'm gonna talk about as well. But a genetic decoding is also under the influence of all the factors around the DNA, the cell, the organ, and your body. In other words, your DNA is responding to the outside environments of which you actually do have control may not always be fun (laughs) but you do have control over it so it makes sense to choose the best environmental factors for your body and as these choices may not be fun right you know that truly is our mental programming but i will hold that off for another time genetics aside and this is what i was referring to as well we must look at the biochemistry With much more research on the basic lab panels, more interpretations are available about certain biomarker patterns that are actually being taught in medical school. And so that's a really exciting development that's been happening over the last, you know, a couple of years. You know, it is now possible to easily diagnose, for example, a low acid output in the stomach with just some of your basic panels. Unfortunately, most doctors don't know any of this. Besides, like I said, this is recent intel. Now, what's more, there are so many available tests that will give you tremendous insights as to what is actually happening physiologically and psychologically. And people just seem to forget that the mind affects the body and the body actually affects the mind. Said differently, your biochemistry affects your thoughts, but your thoughts also affects your biochemistry. You you just have to read the books by Candace Peart on the molecules of emotion or listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza. Two wonderful resources I highly recommend. So the tests that we include are the obviously the comprehensive metabolic panels for liver, kidney, and heart. You know, then we look at the comprehensive, you know, hormonal pal- uh, panels and especially in regards to the thyroid that includes at least five different tests that are not standard. And the standard test is just the TSH or maybe the T3. But there are a a variety of tests that you absolutely need to get. Then, of course, we look at your micronutrients, all the different vitamin levels, amino acid levels, fatty acid levels. And not just the cholesterol, LDL, HDL, and triglycerides. There's at least another 7 or 10 lipid markers that are absolutely essential to properly understand how you are managing your fat. Then we go to what's called organic acids. And many are not familiar with this, but it gives us insights in how the different metabolic pathways are actually functioning in you. Critical information. So are you, for example, properly metabolizing your neurotransmitters like the happy hormone serotonin or the motivation neurotransmitter dopamine? Because if you're not, you may have toxic levels of metabolites of these That can cause all sorts of mental issues. In other words, all of this will give us insights on how well your body is functioning. Levels alone are not enough. They're just potential. The organic acids gives us real-time metabolism. But then we delve into the potential of environmental toxins, the mycotoxins and heavy metals that may easily disrupt all the different physiological processes. And with exposure with so many environmental toxins, it behooves us to track this and take the appropriate steps to detoxify our bodies. I started detoxifying daily in my sauna once I appreciated different toxins in my system And I recognized that I needed to upregulate my glucose management as well. And that's what saunas do. Saunas actually also help with the heart and the brain as well as reduces inflammation. And guess what? There's tremendous benefits from cryotherapy, the actual opposite. And truth be told, these are both great strategies regardless of your medical condition. But of course, consult with your own physician at all times. And then another favorite of mine is the microbiome. And if you don't know what that is, this might freak you out. 99% of the DNA that you carry is not yours. In fact, you're carrying 2 million genes, of which only 22,000 genes are yours. How is that actually possible? Well, with your 70 trillion cells, you actually have 700 trillion microorganisms, by some people's account, in the form of bacteria, viruses, fungi, and more. Ten times more than your own t- of your own, and a total weight. Hear this out: two pounds. Kind of weird, right? But what's not weird is that that 99% of DNA is that's not yours is actually doing something to your physiology. So it's worthwhile to find out what that actually is. So stool test of your microbiome microbiome is essential because. The imbalance of your microbiome can start as early as your birth. If you're born by c C-section instead of a normal vaginal delivery, you will have different populations of microorganisms. If you drank formulated milk versus breast milk, you will have different populations of microorganisms. So children by C-section or formulated milk have actually higher incidence of allergies and diabetes as well as other conditions. So your microbiome affects every part of you. And so it's helpful to know what yours is. The energy side becomes a little more challenging since the establishment's rules against it. And besides, much of that seems to be couched in mysticism and therefore hard to grasp or believe and perhaps even implement. But energy medicine is real. So a short historical perspective. Until the early 1900s, Many doctors implemented electricity devices with great success. And these devices were sold by the popular large department store called Sears Roebuck. Some of you might still know what that is. You can actually walk into the store and buy these healing devices. But by a stroke of a pen, all this was eliminated in 1906, which included eliminating all the non-allopathic practices, and particularly the chiropractic. So there's a substantial amount of scientific evidence uh, from at least a 100 years and obviously a lot more recently that supports the influences of electricity, electromagnetic fields, and other types of energy sources in healing. For over a century, orthopedic surgeons have actually been using electricity to speed up the healing of a bone fracture. It's interesting that devices like that have not been widely accepted in other areas. Uh, medical practices. But really, this has been changing over the last 20 years. I'll give you one basic idea to ponder, and and then you can decide how much effort you want to spend on understanding how energy medicine can benefit you, which I hope you will, because I personally believe the doctor of the future will not be prescribing drugs or performing surgeries, but rather use other techniques, including energy medicine. See, at a molecular level, molecules move around randomly. We know that hormones circulate in blood and get distributed to the tissues. But here again, it takes time to reach the cell and cause the effects since molecules are just bouncing around randomly. Then you've got nerve cells, which conduct signals at a speed of 10 to 120 meters per second. And by some accounts, there are a billion reactions in every cell every second. So it's hard to believe that All this is driven by relatively slow hormonal or neuronal stimulus. Science has actually proven that there's a massive amount of information transferred to all cells that actually occurs instantly or at the speed of light. It seems improbable, right? But science is actually proving it. And maybe I'll talk more about that in depth next year. So all of this occurs with a transmission of the different types of energies, including electric, electromagnetic or photonic, and other types of energies that we still haven't even discovered yet or are able to measure. So let's take the heart as an example. Each pulsation is the result of electric impulses being transmitted through the heart tissue. This pulse actually emits an electromagnetic field as well. It's the law of physics. This electromagnetic field then influences everything within that field. So the magnitude of this field is actually one millionth of the electromagnetic field emitted by the Earth. And it can be measured. We measure electricity by EKG. We can also measure the electromagnetic field. The brain also emits an electromagnetic field, but with a much less intensity than that of the heart. So the field emitted by the heart engulfs every cell of your body and thus influences the cells and the molecules in every single cell. Now, interestingly, this field actually extends 12 to feet outside of your own body, all scientifically proven. So with every pulsation of your heart, there's information transferred to every cell of your body and beyond you. Now realize this, the brain is intimately connected to your heart. What you're thinking affects your motion, affects your heart, affects your cells. Science also shows how different frequencies have an influence on the healing potential as well as other physiological phenomena. So it behooves us, therefore, at the minimum, to take into account how electropollution is affecting our lives and what steps we need to do to mitigate those influences. So where does all of this lead you to? It's a simple realization that simply taking a drug or allowing a surgery to take place is going to solve all your problems. We got to understand what the root cause. We got to get the baseline numbers to tell us where we stand. It's sort of like, you know, if you don't have the scoreboard you know, on the, for the football game or the cricket game or the soccer game, you don't know who's winning or losing. You have to find out, are you winning are you losing the physiological game of your health optimization? So that's number one. We look at your genetic blueprint. Understand how the genetics integrate with each other, how the genetics of your microbiome is affecting everything. And then we're going to want to look at the energy side of things. That's a little trickier. But it's also part of everything because the energy in your system affects how every single molecule and how every single cell is going to function. So the three things, the structural part, the biochemistry part, the energy part is key. And then you've got the genetics that, that's influencing everything. You've got the environment that's influencing everything. And then you've got your head influencing everything as well. And so when you're seeking to help yourself with your health optimization, just don't get IV treatments thinking that that's going to be the panacea and that's going to help you. You know, if you're doing stem cells, that's going to solve everything. You got to find the guide that's going to help you with the structural part. And that's why I work with a chiropractor because she does all the, she's amazing. She does all the chiropractic stuff. She does all the structural integrity. I actually do all the rest. I do the biochemistry. I do the genetics. You know, I do the regenerative medicine, I do the IV therapies, but then I also do the energy medicine. And that's the coolest part as well, because there's so much technology out there that will make a huge difference. So I'm hoping that I'm leaving you with some guidance as to what it is that you can do next. Uh, I've got an app, mobile app, the doctor's guide, just it's on the app store um, just download it, tons of information. I keep on adding new information out there to as I curate different types of solutions and strategies that will assist you. I'm Dr. Bart Randmaker. This is Prescription for Your Transformation. Real people, real conversations, and real success. And let's tee it up for your success for the next year or in the years to come, or if it's just the next week or the next month. And if you feel a little adventurous, just go ahead down the Owl app, O W W L L app, and then put in the code Doctor Rad, D R R A D, and then I'll get a notification that you're on that app, and you can connect with me as well. It's a really cool app. You can connect with a lot of different, you know, specialists out there, experts, you know, for a nominal fee you'll be able to get all the the new insights that you might need for a particular problem or or solution that you're seeking to to get. I'll be back next week, and thank you for listening. And once again, download my app, reach me on my website, drradamaker.com. Looking forward to bringing to you health optimization strategies. I call them HEOPs. And really changing how our doctors are going to guide you to health optimization rather than just trying to react to a disease that's way too late for you to address when you could have avoided it in the beginning with better strategies. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand 24-7.